What really frightens me, I think, as I look down at the stripes of green light that coil around my arms and legs, is that a part of both of us was left behind at the bottom of the river, where the zebra grass grows over the bones of shipwrecked sailors at world's end. Chapter One I was late for Christine's lecture. I almost didn't go. I wouldn't have gone if she hadn't especially asked me to come. The force of her preference was as irresistible now as it had been nearly twenty years ago, when of all the girls at Penrose College, she chose me to be her best friend. So even though I'd made a vow to avoid the campus during reunion, and had managed to do so so far, I find myself on Sunday afternoon rushing through the lengthening shadows toward the library, just as I had on so many Sunday evenings during college, making a last dash to catch up on everything I'd avoided doing all weekend. Usually it was Christine herself who had lured me away from my work in the first place, who had unearthed me from whatever hole I'd buried myself in. The Middle Ages can wait she'd say, but the sergeant exhibit at the Whitney is ending this weekend. She was always reading about some art exhibit that was just about to close. Carried along by her enthusiasm, I'd follow her to the train station, trying to keep up with her fast stride in the wake of her long, blonde hair that streamed out behind her like the wings of a dove quivering on a current of air. As I open the heavy library door, I almost catch a glimpse of that hair, shining in a swath of sun behind me. But of course it's an illusion. Christine is inside, standing at the podium, miraculously transformed into this older, more constrained woman, a lecturer, her long golden hair tamed into a sleek coil. This is where you'd find me. Christine is saying to the audience as I slide into a folding chair in the back of the crowded hall. Even the second-story galleries are packed with students sitting on the floor between the stacks. After dinner Sunday nights, when the work I'd happily neglected all weekend finally caught up with me. Rueful sighs stir the group seated beneath the stained-glass window. Clearly, I'm not the only one who'd been reminded, walking toward the library through the late afternoon sunshine, of those last-minute penitential pilgrimages. And this is where I would find her, already at work on some paper due the next day, somehow arrived before me, even though when we'd finally gotten back to the dorm from the city, she'd claimed she was going to her room to sleep. While the escapades she'd led me on left me tired and bleary-eyed, they somehow left Christine refreshed and inspired. She had managed to write through the night, and the paper she'd turn in on Monday morning would be the one the professors would hold up as the most original, the most brilliant. When I approached the table here below the window, I always imagined that the lady looked down at me askance, Christine continues. Oh, so you've finally seen fit to join us, I imagined her saying. I believe I endowed her with the voice of Miss Colclaw, my sophomore Chaucer professor. Christine pauses for another ripple of knowing laughter. Miss Coldclaw, as we called her, was legendary for her withering comments and draconian teaching methods. 
In fact, over the years, as I studied below her, I endowed the lady in the window with many roles. Muse, companion, judge. But, of course, these were my own projections. What we've come to consider today is who she really is, what she has to tell us, the class of 1987, about ourselves, and why it's so important that we save her from decay. Christine turns slightly and tilts her head up, meeting the gaze of the figure in the glass as if she had been passing on the street and recognized a friend at a second-story window. Throughout the lecture, she turns like this to address the lady as if they were contemporaries. And truly, even though Christine is dressed in a spare, sleeveless black shift, Prada, I think, and the lady is robed in a medieval gown of embroidered damask, ruby glass acid etched with a millefleur pattern and layered...